If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Stocks for beginners. When you're making money, you think you can do much more money. And so you move up the stock profit. When you are losing money, you think that the market will go back up and you will recuperate those money. So you increase the loss that you're willing to accept. So the boundaries that you set, in my opinion, are very important. And then with those boundaries, you need, you need to attach to those boundaries a time frame. So when I'm going to reach or when I'm willing to wait for reaching my ultimate goal. Hi, and welcome back to Stocks for Beginners. I'm Phil Muscatello. How diversified and balanced is your investment strategy? What do you need to take into account when approaching the stock market? Here today to explain his point of view is Guido Petrelli. Hello, Guido. Hi, Phil. Guido Petrelli is the founder and chief executive officer of Merlin Investor, a multi-asset educational strategizing and tracking tool for retail investors. After opening his first investment account at 16 years of age, I'll just say that again, 16 years of age. Yeah, it was pretty early. Guido identified the need for an easy-to-use tool that serves as an intelligent guide in structuring a diversified portfolio with the goal to balance investment risks and build long-term stable results. So I'm interested to hear about your background, Guido, but at 16, what were you thinking? Well, at that time, actually, I was going to, to university and I was studying business administration and finance. So let's say that I was into financial matters. My background uh, after graduating from the university was basically in the, in the manufacturing business, more specifically in the automotive sector, as I've been serving for uh, more than 13 years, actually, as a, an executive of a multinational company operating in the manufacturing field. And through this experience, I basically been focused on several aspects of the business and I've been opening up companies all over the world, from west to east, even in very, let's say, exotic countries. So let's say the running companies is what I did uh, for the last 13 years. And besides that, I've always been interested on um, in finance and in, uh, in investing. As you said, 16 was a pretty early age for someone starting to invest, especially at that time, because people from my age were not investing at all, or if they were, they were basically blindly relying on banks and advisors. So I didn't do so from the very beginning. I started to open my trading account, picking stock, investing, and try to, to don't lose money first and then to make some profits. That's pretty mature for someone of 16 years of age. I mean, even people who are much older um, just go in and start making mistakes. But um, you seem to be quite methodical about it. Probably because of my uh, my academic background, from the very beginning, I understood that uh, the only key to success was to strategize and uh, develop balanced investment strategy before executing anything. Because what I see today, you know, if we look at the, the approach of investing, it, it changed 
drastically in the last uh, 10 to 20 years. I always like to, to give this analogy. It's like if before we were going around sitting in the passenger seat and then with trading platform coming on board, we have been given a Ferrari to drive. So the question is, is a car enough to democratize access to mobility or investing? Well, in my opinion, it's not because the execution is something that's supposed to come in the end of the investing process. At the very beginning, uh, I believe that the right approach is to study, 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 educate yourself, retrieve market information, and then basically get your own idea on what uh, asset, sector, whatever you think that may be growing and you would like to invest too. And then you develop a plan. You develop a plan with the goal to diversify. There is different risks that are associated with, uh, with investing. So basically, going back to the analogy, it's like that you need to go to school and you need to get a driving, lesson, a driving license before you start to drive a car because otherwise uh, you risk to hurt yourself, right? As far as the road is nice, there is nice weather, no bumps, no turns, everybody seems to be the best driver in the world, right? But then that's not what happens every time in the financial market. So you need to be able to anticipate and manage the bumps, the tars, the bad weather, and so on. And how you do it? Well, you do it by diversifying your portfolio, by being aware of the risk that you take, the maximum exposure that you are willing to take, either in terms of profit and in terms of losses. So again, it's all the strategy that's supposed to come before execution. And another, let's say, analogy coming to my mind is in the famous book, The, the Art of War, where basically, you know, they say that Tactics without strategy is nothing but the noise before defeat. And that's how I approach basically investing. So we hear a lot in the last uh, years, thanks to the trading platform that came into play, that they are democratizing access to investment strategies and to the investing in general. Well, I actually doubt that we can reach a full democratization in the investing process if we just focus on the execution. Because if we just do that, it's like approaching investing in terms of gambling, like going to the casino. Different is instead if you prepare yourself before and then the execution is actually the less strategic part and the basic activity of, of investing. But everything that's supposed to come first has been, in my opinion, completely skipped from before to now. So we have been given the keys of very dangerous sport cars to, uh, let's say, unskilled or uninformed or young people. And that's a big risk. It's a big risk for them. It's a big risk for the society as a whole. And so that's where I try to uh, focus my, my force with the Merlin Investor Project. Well, that, that is a message that we try and get across on this podcast, that um, just because you've got a, a brokerage account open, uh, it doesn't mean that you're going to instantly make money and that... It's really something that's going to take a long time. I mean, that's the reality of being in markets is that you do have to learn a lot, work out strategies, work out how you are going to invest and um, basically, like you say, diversify and have a long-term view. I was interested in your article for NASDAQ.com, Three Steps to Take Before You Execute Any Trade. I'm interested to hear what your broad overview of how investors need to educate themselves. And you've got three steps in the post. And step one is retrieve market data. 
Yeah, well, the first step is definitely, again, retry market data, study, and do whatever it takes in order to get your own opinion. Because something else that I learned through my, let's say, investing experience is that in the end, you are the only one that will pay for the investment that you do, no? Because you may rely on somebody else thinking it's the best advisor, the best or whatever, but in the end, you have just one certainty that you are going to get to pay. doesn't matter if we lose or make money for you, right? So you need to be as much informed as possible, but then it must be your final call of what asset, what sector, what you think can deliver the result for you. And uh, actually, when we started the, the Marine Investor Project, we, we ran a survey in the, in the U.S. targeted to young um, and beginners, uh, retail investors. And I was personally shocked because I'm young, but maybe not that young, to find out that more than 70% of the survey population was uh, uh, retrieving information and, let's say, getting to the decision about what uh, asset to buy from uh, social network, from uh, finance influencer and so on. doesn't matter if it's uh, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, and so on, but that's where the main source of information for the young generation of retail investors is coming from. And uh, so, again, the different the sources are different or, let's say, less uh, unusual, but uh, it's important that it doesn't matter where you get information from, you get as much information as possible, you cross-check, and then you get to your own uh, belief on what you're supposed to invest in. And then step two is to create a diversified investment strategy. Yeah, of course. That, in my opinion, is uh, is the key. And when you look at the diversification, you should look at diversification from different perspectives. For example, from an asset allocation perspective, from an industry perspective, from geographical and geopolitical perspective. And unfortunately, with what's going on uh, right now in the world, it's, we all see that uh, political factors strongly affect how the markets behave. And then uh, the currency diversification diversification uh, and the associated risk that you take. So there are so many risks that you need to balance when you develop your investment strategy, because in the end, as you said before, sometimes there is the belief that people become rich from night to day. It's not the case. I mean, it's not the case. It takes time. It takes resilience. You need to plan long term. And the in planning no long term, it means that there will be some, uh, let's call them battled, uh, battles that you will win and some that you will, will lose. In the end, is the trade-off that needs to be positive. So it's the trade-off of all the different risks that you associate to your investment strategy that needs to be balanced so that in the end, hopefully, you will win more gain than those you lose and so you will be successful. And then step three is to set a time frame and a stop profit loss. Tell me about that. It's related to to the concept of uh, emotional intelligence, because we see, especially nowadays with the huge volatility we experience in the market, that there are some days that we look at our portfolio and we're smiling and some other days we're crying, right? So (laughs) that's unfortunately the case. So how you let's say, try to mitigate the emotional risk that, again, we are human beings, normal. Well, how to do it is that 
together with your strategy, you're supposed to set the maximum level of profit you are willing to accept before you close the position, as well as the maximum loss you are accepted to take. And that loss supposed to be in a limit which will not affect your own and your family life. So that's why it's important to set the boundaries, either on the positive and negative side, so that you always keep track of your performance within these boundaries. Doesn't matter what happened, as far as you're staying the boundaries and you make them command your actions, then you are, uh, let's say, a safeguard. But it's not easy, I know. When you're making money, you think you can do much more money. And so you move up the stop profit. When you are losing money, you think that the market will go back up and you will recuperate those money. So you increase the loss that you're willing to accept. So the boundaries that you set, in my opinion, are very important. And then with those boundaries, you need, you need to attach to those boundaries a time frame. So when I'm going to reach or when I'm willing to wait for reaching my ultimate goal. And so when you, uh, you attach to your diversify and balance strategy, the stop and profit limits, and then a time frame, you basically complete your plan and you are ready to execute. And uh, these three steps do take time to learn, don't they? It's not something that you're going to learn overnight, is it? No, absolutely. It takes time. And like everything in life, we learn by experience that we have, either good or bad. So... It takes time and also I think it should be proportional, the amount of money that you invest, the amount of risk that you take, because then through times uh, you will be able to, to fine tune your approach to investing and to your strategy actually is a suggestion that I really hope that uh, somebody told to my young myself, because unfortunately I... To be honest, I learned from my experience, from my mistakes. So this is, uh, this is the, the case, but it's, uh, it's really critical that uh, you approach investing in this way. And also, let me stress that what we are talking about here, it's not, uh, let's say, that uh, we just discover uh, the fire or the hot weather. Our concepts that are very well known to the professional in the field. The problem is that before... The trading platform, the car, was given to drive only to those professionals that were applying such logic. But now that we gave the, the steer also to young investors, it's fundamental that they also educate themselves on the investment approach that the experts have if they want to become an expert as well and be successful in the market. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A guest that I spoke to a long time ago said a few words which I've, has really stuck with me, and that's match your risk to your experience. 
which seems to encapsulate this idea. And another guest also pointed out that now with fractional share trading, that you can start with maybe a couple of hundred dollars in the in the market and just use that as a learning experience. I mean, you can create a diversified portfolio and only be risking a very small amount of money while you learn. Absolutely agree with you and that what is supposed to happen. And actually, there has been a democratization in this sense also with, for example, the fractional stock that that you mentioned. But at the same time, also, let's say, very risking weapons have been given to the beginners, to, let's say, the less expert people because, for example, the leverage, no? (laughs) The leverage. It's something that today, having some experience in the market, I still don't use. And let me say, I will not use because for my, let's say, approach to investing, I cannot afford to lose something I don't have, right? Because it will be opposite to what we said before. So there are some sort of technicality and instruments that must be very, very careful consider by the uh, young retail investors because it's difficult to manage and sometimes they don't understand the risk associated with that. And then only the day you realize that you have the bank uh, having a margin call, basically say, okay, you need to give me back this money that you don't have, then unfortunately very bad thing happened. And uh, we exp- no, we read in the news, uh, especially in the US in the past, where unfortunately young people uh, found themselves in a very difficult position and did some sort of action that unfortunately are very terrible because of this situation. So again, definitely it's good there are opportunity that helps to take a step-by-step approach and to democratize access to investing, but we need to pay attention to what opportunity, what tool we take, because some of those are also very risky and goes to the opposite of what we've been just saying. So Merlin, Merlin Investments, um, are you a fan of um, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table? (laughs) Yeah. Actually, there seem to be a few references there in the pricing structures and so forth. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, personally, I, I, like, I like the story and I always like the figure of Merlin, the wizard, as a trustful companion of the King Arthur. So not somebody that uh, advising or making decisions for King Arthur, but somebody sharing his opinion that King Arthur could digest and then going into the, the battlefield uh, with the best strategy, I think uh, it was going to be successful. And uh, so here I, I saw the analogy with our product because we're not a bank, we're not an advisor, we're not a custodian, we're nothing of those. We are just a tool that empower people to make their own uh, analysis and their own choice. So I saw this analogy between Merlin and King Arthur that I like, and then I broke it into the project name, but also on the subscription packages that you have mentioned, where you have seen some sort of uh, linear growth starting from the Camelot, uh, the first step into the the strategy realm, then moving to the Lancelot package where you take your own seat at the round table, then moving to Excalibur when you actually have educated yourself to a certain level where you are able to handle a very powerful uh, weapon like the, the Excalibur sword up to the last stage of the King Arthur package where basically you reach some sort of advanced level and now you are able to go into the battlefield and lead your troops towards success. <laughs> I love that analogy for uh, for investing. So it sounds like to me that you've 
encapsulated what we've been speaking about in the first part of the interview into tools for investors. Is this what um, the Merlin platform is all about? Yeah, well, basically with the, with the Merlin platform, we try to cover all the investment cycle except then the execution, the trading. We are not a trading platform. So basically, as we said before, the first step is supposed to be study the market and retrieve information. And we develop in, the, in our product what we call the inspiration section, where basically we consolidate different sort of uh, sort of information, different sources of information. And uh, I mentioned before now that uh, more than the 70% rely on social network and it's not just a matter of advice or, or uh, news. So we consolidated everything inside the inspiration section. It means that if you follow an influencer in YouTube or Twitter or Reddit, uh, you will be able to navigate those social network inside our platform. And if you are also, let's say, more uh, traditional, you will also have access to news from um, different medias, Dow Jones and so on. You will have access to economic calendar. So basically, it doesn't matter what sort of information you base your decision on, what source of information inspires you, you find everything consolidated inside the Merlin inspiration section and you're able to navigate them in a very easy and customer-friendly way. And in terms of tools for valuing stocks, um, are they available in the platform as well? Sure. Let's go with a more traditional mm-hmm. approach to investing, but of course we also have uh, financial metrics, uh, technical indicators mm-hmm. uh, and uh, graphs or all, let's say, the more... Uh, complicated things that you are able to analyze from a technical perspective. Yes, definitely. They are also inside and accessible. So so a beginner approaching Merlin for the first time, what are the kind of tools that they're, they're given and how would they use those? Well, basically, uh, again, the, 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 the four uh, subscription packages that we mentioned before has been developed in line with the concept of taking the side of every kind of investor and go together with their own learning curve. So more you move on through the different packages, more you have access to, let's say, more complicated feature or complicated in the sense that uh, features that are usually uh, assessed by more experienced investor. So there is this... Uh, something something that you'd need um, expertise in. Exactly, exactly. To begin to understand. Yep. So so that's why if you are, a, let's say, if you are a beginner investor, you start with the basic feature that we allow you to analyze your uh, overall portfolio and the diversification in risk in terms of asset allocation risk, uh, sector risk, and so on. Then you you move up, up to the point of some feature that will help you to analyze uh, futures or uh, bonds, for example. So it's really, it's really the process and how we structure the platform is with what we call the widget library. We develop in house more than 35 widgets and many more uh, will be coming soon. And uh, these widgets are available in a library and so the investor can 
cherry pick which one widget, which one feature it's more in line with this investment approach and then customize his own workspace with the widgets that he feels more familiar to. So this is the approach that we took with the, with the libraries to go along with each one learning curve. And what assets does Merlin cover? Well, I believe the right answer is everything because uh, you will be able to build your strategy using uh, stock, uh, crypto, NFT, options, bonds, uh, index, commodity, and so on. But why I say everything is because we also added what we call the manual function, meaning that you can add whatever kind of asset you put in your strategy. Also, now, we mention stock, crypto as the assets to invest on, but sometimes we forget that uh, real estate is also an asset for investment. Well, we are um, associated with uh, Zillow so that if you invest in real estate, you are able to automatically pull out in Merlin the evaluation of your properties in US. Or let's say you invest in uh, diamonds or watches or uh, limited edition uh, sport shoes. Well, manually you can add everything and track them inside the platform. In this way, you will be able to have access to your overall wealth. And what's your overall wealth? Well, basically, it's your overall investing strategy. Because even if you are 100% cash, still being 100% cash is a strategy, right? So that's the, the point that we try to, 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 to cover with Merlin. So even any kind of alternative asset can be uh, plugged into it, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. And how does the Merlin inspiration section work? Well, the, the Merlin inspiration works like I was describing before with this inspiration sector section where you can pull together different sorts of information and retrieve your, uh, your market uh, data and knowledge. And then after that, you move to the strategy section, which is the core of the platform. The strategy section basically is where you will be able to create your own investment strategy by easily cherry picking the different assets that you want to put inside. And you can create your infinite set of investment strategy. You can analyze them one by one, or you can compare them one with another. You can backtest those strategies so to say, let's assume I did this uh, strategy one year ago. What, uh, what will be the result today? You can do that as well. And then the last step after creation, comparison, and tracking of investment strategy is also what we call the align function. Why we develop this? Because so far we talk about, I start from a white paper and I build my first strategy and then I follow that. But what about I already have a strategy A and then I want to pass to a strategy B? What are the to-do list in terms of execution, in terms of trade that I need to perform? Well, you will just select, I want to go from strategy A or B to strategy C and D and automatically just with the click of a button, the Merlin magic will give you the to-do list of action that you need to do in order to align your current portfolio to the new strategy. Then you just go in your trading platform, doesn't matter if it's a crypto or stock trading platform, You're, you do the execution the alignment, let's say, execution trades. And then because you connected your trading platform to Merlin, when you will enter Merlin, you will automatically see your new portfolio imported. 
So is this a desktop uh, platform or is it available on mobile as well? Well, we develop both. We develop both. We are going to start with the desktop platform, then the app will follow very soon, let's say no more than two weeks after the desktop launch. So it will be available in both because there is people that uh, like to spend more time inside the big screen uh, in front of their computer, but also looking at the young population that we, that we approach, they do everything with a, with a phone today. So even looking at graph or something that in a small screen could seem very complex already from for me, well, it's not the case for uh, the majority of young investors. And that's why from the very beginning, we decided to start right away by developing both desktop and uh, and apps that will be available either for uh, Apple and Android mobile. So you've just launched Merlin. You must be very excited about this. And um, tell us about the launch procedure, how that how that went. Well, yes, I'm definitely very excited. Uh, the launch was uh, just last week and uh, it took uh, about one year of really hard work on developing the platform because one year ago it's when the idea was originated. And after one year to see ourselves already in the market, uh, it's uh, it's very exciting for me. And uh, so far, but either before the launch and also after the launch, we have seen a lot of uh, interest from the public and I really hope that our numbers will continue to grow as they did uh, in the past months when uh, we were just testing the market. How can listeners find out more information about Merlin? Well, um, they can visit uh, merlininvestor.com where they can find all the information about uh, the product, about the Merlin community, because with Merlin, we are not just launching a product, but we are also launching a community of young, passionate retail investors who want to be the one and only master of their own financial uh, future. So the website is for sure the the first place to go. Again, uh, product, uh, community. We also have a blog section where we post uh, our own uh, article about the investing world. And then, of course, they can also get a very deep understanding also of the four different subscription packages that we offer. Guido Petrelli, thank you very much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. I really much appreciate it and thank you for having me. If you found this podcast helpful, please tell a friend, especially if it's someone who needs to start thinking about investing for their future. You'll be helping them and helping me to keep this show on the road. Stocks for Beginners is for information and educational purposes only. It isn't financial advice and you shouldn't buy or sell any investments based on what you've heard here. Any opinion or commentary is the view of the speaker only, not Stocks for Beginners. This podcast doesn't replace professional advice regarding your personal financial needs, circumstances or current situation. And thank you for listening to my podcast. Are you itching for a good story? Laughter among friends, maybe even a mystery or two? Well, you're in luck. Fire Breathing Kittens is a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour-long story, like a movie for your ears, so you can listen to these adventures in any order you like. So, join us on a real play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Fantasy, action, mystery, friendship. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.